going well hunting this is a hunter hunter rewatch and recap podcast i'm one of your hosts sky my pronouns are they them i'm your other host devon my pronouns are he him hello it's it's new name new pronoun hours i'm emery and my pronouns are he she they i talked over that that was emery right yeah okay just in case for editing <laughs> <laughs> It is he, she, they, summer. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. I decided that he, she, they is very, very fun to use. Just, you know, uh, on you know, honestly, I wrote a Sonic OC who uses he, she, they, and I was like, hmm, hmm. And then we started talking about Neferpito with he, she, they, and I was like, all right, this kind of whips. So, <laughs> writing a fic with like neo pronouns or like other pronoun choices or whatever—that's just the gateway drug. Yeah. To having those pronouns, it's like, like the fucking test drive. Yeah, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. How you're like, I... oh, I can get used to this. Okay, okay. Oh, how would I like these pronouns? Better create a nose. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my gender journey. That's that's me having a good time. We love a gender journey. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else is having a journey? Is Gon and Kilawa. There are they're the little protagonists on this anime. They're the little protagonists having one fun journey. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. with these two episodes. Yeah, I keep really thinking happens. of things where I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a conversation. Um uh-huh. so we should we should jump right in. Um we have this one starts with shoot watching from the shadows. That's kind of where we left off. Mm-hmm. And he is watching and he's he's really, you know, he's like, okay, this will be the perfect time to strike. And they're getting closer. They're very exhausted. And the more he talks, the more you realize, like, kind of sounds like he's like hyping himself up, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, hmm, hmm. I this would be the great time to to get them. I'm so good at what I do. I'm very uh, determined and a professional and I don't kill unless I know I can kill them and it's parallels or whatever. These children are so defenseless. It's gonna be easy. <laughs> they are. It's gonna be no yeah. problem. And um, he he continues saying these things as the boys uh, just walk, walk right up by the tree where he's <laughs> hiding and he starts sweating and he's like okay, okay, go get him, like, three, two, one, like, let's go, and uh, the boys continue walking away, they they just make their slow, defenseless way past, they are holding sticks, like, wa- like walking sticks to help them walk, after getting the shit kicked out of them, and um, the narration helpfully reminds us, or tells us, I guess, for the first time that Shoot is a coward. That is his, uh, that's his character. Trait. Yeah, he can't murder children. What a little bitch. What a little asshole. What a little fucker. Like, <laughs> um, these are the moments that I remember that Shoot is a good character. <laughs> when he's off screen, I forget about him again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much one to like latch on to like a one-time character and this is I love shoot first of all. <laughs> he's very funny. I know I'm not like he's going to come back like once. Hello. Eh, he gets an arc. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's Knuckles' friend. He gets an arc. Yeah. He he does continue <laughs> to be pretty funny if I'm being honest. Yeah, he's like extremely funny. <laughs> 
I just like, I always forget him when I'm just like, there's Knuckle. And then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> like, boy has anxiety. Like, that's. Yeah, he got some extreme anxiety. Boy needs some uh, generic meds. I won't name any, but <laughs> he needs he needs something. Get this boy medicated. Yep. Get him, get him some get medication. Him get him some therapy. God, me too, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Right. <laughs> that's that's the real mood here. Um. Anyways. Yeah, he has a panic attack and can't attack these boys. Um, but then, yeah, we go back from there to um, the boys uh, talking about what makes kite suck. They're they're trying to puzzle that one out as they're um, training their their Nen. You mean in, in Bis- back in the house with Bisky and Palm? What did I say? You said kite. Oh, kite I does I, suck. But... I do keep writing kite instead of knuckle in my notes. Um, Damn. In this couple of episodes, so I might make that mistake again before I catch it. Um, so, yeah, Knuckle. They're talking about Knuckle and what yeah. makes him suck. What makes him suck is uh, the <laughs> what makes him suck is that he's too nice. He's just too damn nice. Mm-hmm. Why is he so fucking nice? He really is. He's just too damn nice. He's teaching um, them while fighting, and also they're just more and more dogs around him yeah. every time they go to see him. <laughs> He keeps adopting all these dogs. He keeps treating like Gon and Killua like his own sons. Right? What a what a fucked up guy. He's <laughs> he's the kind of person that like you're like, okay, we can have a few pets, it's fine, like we can have a few pets, and they come home like once a week and they're like, Look who I found just just wandering around on the side of the road. And it's just another dog, and you're like, What the fuck? Where do you go on your days off? And they're like, hmm. just just wandering around. I don't know. It's like if my mom was a, a Nen user. Yeah. She would be Knuckle. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're kind of talking about that. And Bisky is watching them and going like, wow, the boys are doing pretty well. They're uh, actually not really even focusing on the fact that they're holding their Nen. And it's been like more than two hours. So the boys are back in town. Yeah. They're fucking doing good. Um, she, and um. She also notices that Palm is just having a normal one behind her. Um, a lot I, of times in this episode, she's talking about like escaping. I think she might bring that up later, but like that's kind of the vibe. Is like Palm will be back in the kitchen. Like in this scene, she's just like um, she's using a knife to chop vegetables or something, and then she looks at it, and like we see her reflection in the knife and stuff. And she's just very having a normal, non-murdery one over there. I. I hate that I'm constantly reminded that Palm is a filthy little creature mm-hmm. um, because I love these moments where Palm is just sitting in a completely dark kitchen, mumbling to herself and just chopping with a knife and then just like staring at them with it. Yeah. Once again, just the a scene worst that would creature. be really funny if it wasn't like just the worst you know. creature. Yeah. Considering we have to immediately knock her points in about two minutes here. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, does all that as she's like making them lunch and then um, she, like they're eating lunch and they're kind of talking about their stuff and like Palm is like so are you guys like you know good like you're gonna do the thing right and they're like yeah we'll definitely do it and she's like how can you be so sure and she immediately goes off the rails and it's like listen I should tell you guys I've been uh, obsessed with knives lately that means I'm just about to lose it, it means I'm on the edge and um <sighs> Yeah, so she's just Me too, like, girl. emanating bad vibes, and he was like, "You girl, right? I've been obsessed with knives recently. I'm gonna fucking lose it here in a second." 
I just I've noticed I've been really into the knives lately, and that means I'm about to lose it. So if you guys don't win, you should like get out of here. I've been really into matches lately. I feel like I'm gonna (laughs) set something on fire. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like that. Um, and then Gone says, "Okay, listen, I'll pinky swear you that we won't lose." And um. What an adorable thing for a child to ask. What an adorable thing for a 12-year-old child to do. And he, like, does the pinky swear, and he's, like, bouncing and singing his little song. And Kilo and Bisky are like, oh, my God, this is so funny. And then he says... I I do love love Kilo and Bisky, like, throughout this entire scene, just, like... Pointedly, like keeping to themselves and eating their food, just being like these two goddamn idiots. Them literally being like, "This is so not my problem." There's like a Palm, funny. You bi- need to shut the fuck up. There's a funny bisky scene where, like, at the start, where Palm is just like, "Well, it, like, seems you guys are only like two thirds of the way for fighting Knuckle at like his oh, full yeah. strength, and you still have shoot to fight." And like Bisky's just saying there's like, "Damn, she noticed." Yeah, and Gun's like, "Wait, is this true?" <laughs> bisky just sips her drink. Yeah, she's just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's cute. Like, Bisky's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you guys will win or you'll lose, but, you know. <laughs> Bisky's like, mm, damn. You have about a month to get as strong as you can, and this is what I can do do for you. So, you know, she just says all that in a sip. Um, And then, Gone, mm-hmm. he's doing his little pinky swear, and he says, yep. and then we seal it with a kiss, and he puts up his thumb and, like, makes her to, like, put her fist up and, like, holds their thumbs together and goes, mm. And Palm has a reaction that is completely inappropriate for an adult woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Palm does the anime girl moan with delight noise. Uh-huh. And there's like a little like heartbeat thing. like Yeah. And the screen gets all pink and fuzzy and she gets all flustered after that. And she's like telling Gon how, to, how she made the like broth for their fucking soup. And hey, it's bad. Yeah. Hey, don't do that. It's kind of bad. It's not making her like. Uh, it's like she's a funny, funny in how fucked up she is, like all the other times. But then in this specific instance, it's like no, the joke is that like it's that she has a crush on him. Like it's it. Ugh. Yeah, because yeah. Killua is like wow. Killua and Bisky are like just kind of eating by themselves now, and Killua's just like wow. Looks like Gon really knows how to handle Palm, huh? And Bisky's like I think Palm is the one leading this on. And it's just kind of like the haha funny joke. She has a crush on Gone. I don't know why these villains can't just be sinister. Like. Yeah. Bisky, you're an adult. You should not let this weird woman be around yeah. your son Gone. Literally He's trying to get her. out of here. Like smack her hand away. Be like, stop that. I saw that. You weirdo. It's so. Bisky, uh, get swole. Kill her. These villains are sinister all the Please. time, except when they're having a crush on a 12-year-old boy, and then it's a funny joke. It's so aggravating. It's a funny joke. Anyways. It's a funny joke. I would love to call Palm iconic, but I simply cannot, given the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. He just has one big red stain on an otherwise spotless record. It's like me wanting to be generous with Hisako people. I'm like, I get it. He's like a weird clown villain, and then he pulls his shit, and I'm like, no, mm-mm. We're done. He's gone. Anyways, that's that scene. Yeah, that's that. Um, the ants are having their own kind of horror. We watch one moral kind of- hotboxing GNGO. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's completely hotboxed. We see um a couple like a squadron of ants, and they're like they have like 
earpieces, it looks like, or maybe there's like a telepathic no, connection. Yeah, they're telepathically. Are they all? Because it was yeah. like a big deal that. I think these are all the ants that can speak English. I think they do kind of have the ability to like psychically talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's, remember, the queen ant was psychically talking to her like squad leaders. Hmm. And like throughout the episodes, like a soldier ant would just be kneeling, not saying shit. And they would be like, oh, the soldier ant is like telling us that like, I don't know, Mr. Vagina Bones is doing something weird in the tunnel. Okay. No, that's fair. No, I guess I do remember those things. It is interesting that uh, it's a big deal that um, uh, Chayapoof can like just read people's minds like all the time. Yeah, I think it isn't like a read people's minds. I think it's just like a sensory connection like they're just talking to each other and ant chai poof is like literally in your brain okay okay yeah i don't that's think they're reading each other's minds mm-hmm. i think they're just like ant talking to each other that's fair enough there was just such like a because there was never like a distinction made between those so i like it kind of threw me off i guess thinking about it there but yeah that makes sense um so anyways we see these ants and they are you know we we hear like another squadron being like, hey, what the fuck's going on? Where's this, like, uh, the leader's name, I forget. Started with a G. Um, yeah, he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. He's dead. And they're like, oh, fuck, where'd he go? Um, what's going on? I can't find anybody. I can't see anybody through this fog. And, like, they hear him, like, dying and, like, losing his whole squadron. So, like, they're having, like, you know, kind of a horror movie happen to them. Um... And then we start to see some portals open up around these guys as they kind of move forward and uh, they get sent uh, to the guild dimension. They get sent to a completely white sterile room with the slaughtered corpses of all their friends and allies uh-huh. and one sexy gilf kneeling in the corner, just like, well, round two. Yeah, the gilf dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Really love how they're constantly just like, damn, I don't know if we can take out the queen. And I'm just like, just fucking drop her in the fucking gilf dimension. It's fine. Yeah. Just get her in there. Just fucking drop her. Drop her in the gilf dimension. This is a threat. You could probably drop. Because we were talking about like, you know, if you trap somebody in there, you probably can't use the portal anymore. So that's like his whole power gone. But what if you drop them in there and then you drop Genthru in there? And he just grabs them and goes, I am the bomber. Yeah, what's that going to do when they kill him instantly? He's just got to touch him and then, like, he's, you know, do the, they're say still going to kill him instantly. Nah, he's going to get him. They're going to kill him instantly. <laughs> Love or, like, an actual room. bomb. Like, just throw something in there, like, <laughs> kill him. Like, just open up they the are. dimension and drop a nuke in, just like, okay, well, have they're fun. They're extremely powerful, but they are, like, mortal, you know? Just keep dropping sticks of dynamite in like, you yeah. dead yet? Yeah, just like throw one in, like wait for the boom and then like... Yeah, count another. to ten. Just be like, okay, another one's going in. Let's go. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Just do like a scatter shot around, you know? Anyway. No, they can't do that. Wow, we're 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 really just fine. We're really just imagining all the ways we could weaponize the gilf dimension, but honestly, you know... That's that's you know sort of removed from context. That's not the direction I'd I'd think we would be taking with the Gilf dimension. Like I don't know. It seems like there are more fun things you could do with a with a 
with a you know pocket of with 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 a pocket universe uh, occupied exclusively by Gil. I mean, this is war, right? True, we have but to that's the, the thing. Like, we have to we have to make sure because that's that uh, Nov. That's his power, and we have to make sure that we we can't just put the queen in there and then remove any other fun things we could be doing in the guilt dimension. We have to get rid of her by any means necessary mm-hmm. so that we can regain our guilt dimension again. Yeah. And then, you know, it's back to business, you know? Yeah, it's back to guilt party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. This <laughs> is just in case of emergency. How do we remove a bad situation from the guilt dimension? <laughs> you drop a bunch of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. And then you just wait. Yeah, and then you just wait. And then problem solved. You can you can go back to having doing activities with your guilt. It works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways. So, um. Th- yeah. Well, oh no, okay, yeah, I guess it goes from there. I, I thought we were seeing ahead. Um, this one is just, uh, it's still Nov and Morel, and they're kind of chilling, um, not really doing much. And then um, he says, um, I remember Nov says, like, the bot, like, we, uh, Morel is like, why can't we, like, you know, help him? He's, we're just sending them in there to him. This seems kind of boring for us. Does he need help in there? And that, like, Morel, or, no. Nov says, no, he seems like pretty excited about this. And that is not how I would interpret like his emotions. He that wants we've to seen die. So far. I don't think he wants to die. He he's just like is pretty sure he's going to die in this mission. He's, he's just like, like 300 damn. years old and he's ready for a good fight that kills him. But it's just very, f- I just, the, the, uh. Gilf's going to get it. The characterization of him up until now being like from Nav being excited seems interesting. He seems very uh, unexcited and sort of more resigned and no, fearful. he loves this. He wants to die. <laughs> Every time he thinks about that catboy, he's like, damn, that thing's gonna kill me. I can't wait. Yeah, sure. Um. Anyways, that's kind of the end of that scene. And then we go to Peggy and Colt talking about something. God, um, I don't care. I really, that. I don't care. I literally wrote down Peggy and Colt, very boring. They want power or whatever. It's They're like, talking about how all their ant squadrons keep getting fucked up and how the Royal Guards don't seem to be doing shit. And they're like, well, once the king is born, that'll make things good. And Colt's like, it better. That's the end of their scene. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the queen is like, it goes from them to the queen. And she's like, oh, 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 not yet, Mr. She's king. You're not ready pregnant. yet. Yeah, she's very pregnant. Yeah, she is more pregnant than we've ever seen her. Incredibly pregnant. Yeah, and she's she yeah. The king is getting ready. He's he's close. He warbling in there. He's He's, fucking he's so mm -hmm. ready. He's getting excited. He's getting so nasty with it. mm -hmm. Um, and that's basically the end of that scene. Just some more horror foreshadowing for us. Um Fisky says, Okay, you guys are as good as you're gonna get, and we're pretty close to the deadline. And you did the thing for three hours, so good job or whatever. So today, you get to rest before you go fight him. And so now, you know, this is like you at full strength. You got to you gotta do it. Like, If you don't do it, I'll be extremely sad. Like, go in for the kill. Um, and um, 
Palma's being normal. That's all I wrote. I don't, I think this is where, I don't remember if this is where she's just like scribbling horribly violent notes. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. There's a couple things she does in this episode where she's just she's, like, Bisky is literally just like, wow, I'm, I'm, this is as good as these boys are going to get. I'm worried about them, but I hope they're, I think they're going to do okay. And Palma's in the just, background doing weird shit. And Bisky's like, I have to figure out how to escape if I don't, uh, scribbling on a piece of paper with a shitty pen mumbling incessantly yeah. yeah she's drawn like little stick figure going in kilos but it's hard to tell because like she's like scribbled so many m- murder lines on top of them i guess yeah she like drew some like black sketchy drawings and now she has a red pen and she is drawing just all over at one point she just starts stabbing the piece of paper with the pen <laughs> Yeah, and it just literally goes back to Bisky, like, okay, how do I, I have to escape once, this they're, is just, once they're good. I need more of this and less of the weird, like, I'm going to date a 12-year-old. Exactly. If she was just so in the background funny. doing this all the time. If she was just yeah. in the background fucking being weird and they were just kind of like, should we leave? Should we get out of here? <laughs> she could. She could. She need a therapist. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, Bisky is... Uh, her her one concern is she's like, you know, whether they win or lose, like, this is going to be, you know. Enlightening. This is kind of it. I hope that they learn what their weaknesses are, because that's what will really come out of this, is like, you know, them knowing what... Uh, what their two major flaws are. Yeah, yeah, they're two... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what will they experience character development? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. Anyways, let's just cut from that scene to go see some sick shit. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to see a birth real quick. Um, so that's first. And we see just like, you know, it's one of the ant things. I actually really like this scene. I kind of, I don't know if we really saw them hatching the first time. I think we saw P2, but I, if we did, I didn't really notice all the details, but I love that there's just like those bug bodies like attached to the ceiling and then out of them comes that like webbing. Umbilical cord. Yeah, 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 and then that's what they hatch Let's, out of, and like that you can see, like the bodies are just completely drained into the like sack that they're developing in. It's very cool. Like I don't know, it's just cool. Like setting here. Let's not let's not neglect to mention the deranged violin music playing yes. over this yes, scene. Yes, yes, yes. There's We're like this there. very dramatic solo violin, oh, and so then nice. and then this man is born. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it cuts to the other two royal guards, and we learn that the music is diegetic. It is. Shia Poof is going to town on his violin, having the most dramatic time. Neferpito is just kind of, like, chilling on the couch. We and do. We see what they're... <laughs> Shia like, Poof. So it goes from that scene, and we see kind of what... Um, sh- uh, what Shia Poof is like watching as he's playing the violin. He's not watching. Well, he's, he's vibing near he, it. Well, it's what Pito is watching, yeah. but we do kind of see it before Pito. But it's like yeah. the camera goes from like it, it's kite, and he's got like no, he's not. strings attached. No, to it's him. not. That's not kite. We do see we do see a scene shrouded in darkness of a tall, skinny man with long hair fighting a bunch of bugs cloaked in shadows. Hmm, I wonder what this could possibly Definitely mean. Oh, and there's like Yeah, and then we see like strings, probably just like nen strings like leading up and he's being puppeted by this like big cool marionette. Yeah, like it, he's a he's like a living marionette, and there's like a big like marionette above him, like controlling him as he's like fighting all these bugs. And 
Pito's watching all this looking so bored. Like she did all that sciencing and shit yeah. to do this. And he's just like chilling as Shirepoof plays yeah. violin for her. He's like, you know, all this kind of sucks ass. Yeah, I love the yeah, I do I do love the fucking energy here where Neferpito is just like on the couch, bored, just like completely chilling, and Shia Poop is just right next to her being the most extra with a violin. I love him. I love this dynamic of like all three of them bored out of their minds, so they're getting invested in different fucking hobbies. But all the hobbies are like a different flavor of war crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they're all just kind of like, BT's just like, I think I'll just defile a corpse. Like, I think I'll do that. Shia Poof is like, I'm going to infringe on people's privacy by reading their minds and also go to fucking town on a violin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're all just kind of like, I'm, I'm bored. I think I'll just violate the Geneva Conventions for fun. Mm-hmm. And then, um... Our, our our new boy comes in and he is like a big red muscly guy. I think does he have like mm-hmm. I don't know. every man? Yeah. He's just he's just a big guy and he comes in. He's a big boy. He's hungry. And uh yeah, they they say, Oh, what's up, Yuppie? And he goes, Yuppie? And they say, Your name is Montutu Yuppie. But we're gonna call you Yuppie, basically. <laughs> and he says, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And that's that scene. Mm-hmm. He says, me hungry. Mm-hmm. And they say, good for you, bud. I do like the scene that we get to of like him about to walk in the room and P2's like one ear perks up and then both of them. It's it's so cute. Mm-hmm. Real cowboy hours. I love, you know, talking met on a metaphorical thematic level. I do love how the three royal knights represent the three emotions of bored, dramatic, and hungry. <laughs> the three states of being gay. <laughs> the three states when you're gay. Bored, dramatic, and hungry. <laughs> Some teams, these states can overlap. <laughs> when you form all three, that's when you become the king. The three genders. Yes, they are the three genders. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's kind of that scene. Um. We go from there to uh, going getting a shit rocked. Yeah. We're, here we're fighting Knuckle again, and he's still just like kind of you know. I I don't remember. I think it's just like they go and like kind of he's there with his dogs, and they're like, okay, like it's time to get real, and he's like, okay, but you know. Yeah, and Kilwa steps to the side, and he's like, hey, aren't you both gonna fight me? And Kilwa's like, well, we don't know where your partner is, and like, we need both tokens, so one of us has gotta be rested. And he's like, alright, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Gone now, and Gone's just like, let's fucking do it, and he, and they do that. Uh-huh. They they do the thing, which is beat the shit out of each other for fun. Yeah. Um, we don't get a lot of the fight here, it's mostly most of the next episode, but um, they kind of kick it off. And um, then we go back to uh, Netero and the boys, and he's killed a lot of bugs in there. Um, mm-hmm. And um, he pretty much, I think, yeah, he's pretty much like, hey, you can send more down. I'm like, finally back in my, you know, my my Emperor's new groove, my Gilf's new groove. Um, I and got they're that like, Gilf body back. They're like, yeah, I mean, they're kind of, you know, there's not really anyone out here. And he's like in the queen, and they're like, no, she's not out yet. She's still chilling in there. Um, and I, I don't know. Netero goes back to chilling or whatever. Netero just kind of gets depressed. And he's like, well, I'll leave the observation to you guys. And he's just kind of like, hmm. 
He just decides to stay in there with all those bodies. He's going to eat them for sustenance. He's going to see, since the chimera ants can get powers from humans if they eat them and then, like, give birth. He's going to see what happens if he eats them back. It's like the ultimate fucking disgrace, dude. (laughs) Um, Imagine walking up to a thing that eats you and being like, I can eat you back. Let's go. Come on, let's go. That that was Ufugin's mood. Yeah, it's like eating a zombie. Yeah, yeah. That one guy, the one shadow beast ate him and he ate them right back. Um, And... Oh yeah, Morel and Nov decide Nov, I guess. I don't know. I see it written in it. Feels wrong to me. Knov. <clears throat> yeah, Knov. Um they are talking about um well, Netero says we shouldn't make a move now because the um the month is about to be up, so we're going to get help from, you know, whoever wins that that bet back there. Um and then they go out and Morel is like, "Damn, like I hope I hope uh, my boys make it through because I don't want to have to deal with fucking children. And he makes a bet that he, he bets like, I don't know, 50,000 Jenny or something that um, his, um, that um, Knuckle his and Shoot are going to make it through. And Mar- uh, Nav says, you know what? I'll take you. It's going to be a million Jenny on the tiny little boys making it. And they have a whole conversation about he, he doesn't he doesn't say he doesn't say the tiny little boys making it specifically. He he says, I bet that they're gonna and then it kinda like cuts to a wide shot and we don't hear the rest of that sentence. Really? He does, yeah. does kind of finish it and like fucking Morel's like, Oh, you really want to lose that much damn money? And he's like, Yeah, you know. Well, we'll like bet if none of them make it, then we'll give all the money and earnings to fucking uh, Netero. And they're like, damn, you want to buy Netero alcohol that damn much? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because they say he's um, no, yeah, he says he bets a thousand Jenny. And then uh, Morella's like, oh, damn, you're going to throw the money away to the dogs. And he's like, are you calling the chairman a fucking dog? Because they had decided that this, <laughs> like, if neither of them win, it's going to go to them. I I wrote that no one mentioned Palm because, like, I thought that was hysterical that they were both explicitly like, yeah, it's either going to be, like, uh, but, I mean, I guess we don't know that. I forgot that it cut out like I that. would also not mention Palm. <clears throat> She's not fit to be in society. So I guess I guess I filled that in myself, but it is funny either way. <laughs> like either he did not mention Gona Kilua or he did not mention Palm because only two groups were mentioned in this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very good. Um We do cut back here to Gon getting a shit rocked by Knuckle. Uh basically a beatdown. Knuckles beating Gon's ass every time Gon tries to counter, Knuckle counters. We do notice in these scenes that every time Knuckle is about to do, like, a sneak attack or, like, another hit, he does, like, do a helpful, like, hey, over here, dumbass, or, like, aren't you gonna block, stupid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he ends this scene by saying, uh, I'm gonna tell you what your weaknesses are. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you the weakness of your fo- fucking focus punch. I'm gonna tell you how waiting a turn to use a strong move isn't fucking viable. Right? Um, and then... Uh, it cuts, it gives us like a, like a weird, like panel screen. It's kind of cool where it's like all of the characters, like on like a, I don't know, I, I don't know how to, it's like a comic book kind of like, yeah, they're all different colors panel. and stuff. Like they're all on it. And like Netero is like sitting over the top and he goes like, 
hmm, this might require a sacrifice. <laughs> like sitting in his guilt chamber thinking about who he should sacrifice to the chimera ant gods. Who should I kill? Pretty much. Um, I hope it's not one of our main characters. Mm -hmm. That would be sad. It would be fucked up. What main character would just love to die for someone they cared about? Mm -hmm. Hmm. That'd be crazy. Which character has self-esteem issues? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's shoot, right? Huh? It's shoot, right? Yeah, we're gonna kill shoot. We're gonna kill off shoot for the Netero, gonna, for Netero's sick desires. And we're all gonna feel so bad about seeing shoot die. Mm. We're gonna remember that one time he didn't do anything, and the other time that he got real sad from not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so sad. Time he had a panic attack behind a tree because he couldn't assassinate two twelve-year-olds. Cried behind a tree because he couldn't <laughs> beat, some, beat the shit out of twelve-year-olds. I want to see Netero on TikTok, just like in the gilf dimension, just being like, I wonder which one of my allies I'm going to sacrifice. And that's the, that's, that's the TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then like a funny song plays. We can, we can add it to our fucking end, end thing. <laughs> what, what are the vibes of each character's TikTok? Oh my what God. What kind of TikTok God. channel do each of the characters have? We should just, like, assign them a social media. But, like, we can go into detail <laughs> a little bit. I'm going with Killua has a TikTok about him doing, like, some absolutely stupid, like, yo-yo tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, stupid, uh-huh. incredible yo-yo tricks. And then when everyone, someone's like, wow, how'd you do that? He's just like, my family tortured me since birth. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away. <laughs> is it Hisuka or Neon, who is that weird TikToker who was like, you know, it came out that he was really conservative or whatever, but the real thing was him, like... Doing the Life video. Is no coincidence, and then someone screams. Yeah, and, dies. and he like looks at the woman and she screams, and he just continues the video. Yeah. I don't know whether that's uh, Hisuka or Neon, but they not, have that energy. I feel like that's Crollo. Oh, you think? I yeah, Crollo would love to just be like, there's no such thing as a coincidence, and then look at somebody and they'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he would love to do that. They scream because he just took their nan ability. Yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. We we can we can focus on this more later. We have episodes to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. we're going into um, the next episode is called Compassion and Strength. Uh, Knuckle basically we we pick up where we left off. Knuckle is saying, "You ain't shit," um, and he says, "Hey, what's your power called?" And Gona's like, oh, "I didn't I didn't think of a name." And he says, uh, "Jenkin or Duncan," and. Uh, <laughs> Us every season when we try to figure out what the outro is going to Yeah, literally. Just like, uh, uh, our loyal listeners uh, being, Our loyal listeners being like, ah, yes, the outro is weird babbling and then, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually we throw a gone by in there or an Uvogin by or whoever we're focusing on. Maybe, if I remember. Yeah, you know. Um, we, we try. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he says... He's stuttering and he says, Jonkin. And Knuckle is like, hmm. So it's like John Ken, like John Ken Doe, which is like, you know, Japanese rock, for scissors. rock, paper, scissors. Um, but, and you know, you throw, like, you've thrown oh, a damn, jaw a on the name. front to make it like, you know, a little snappy. And he's like, <laughs> not really. And he's like, I just stuttered, actually. But he's like, you know, that's a really good name. And Gone's like, yeah, okay, I guess that works. Gil is just like, they're both idiots. They're both so dumb. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I. The best part is that he 
That's the name yeah. now. It's just Chichunkin for they the rest for. of the series. Gone fully, just wholeheartedly just agrees to keep calling it Chichunkin. Yep, Chichunkin. Chichunkin. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm not a Japanese onomatopoeia expert, but I'm pretty sure that Jajan is. Um, is like the ta-da sound effect that like little horn. That's trill. so cute. Ta-da! Yeah. Punch. Ta-da, you got punched. He did kind of say, he said it's to add a little flourish in the beginning. I wonder if that's a reference to that, even if they don't explicitly say it in the sub. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, I was watching the Crunchyroll sub, and it, uh, he specifically says, yeah, Jajan as in ta-da. Okay. It might have said or that. Something I, that I, rem- I watched it on um, Funimation, I think. Oh, no, no, I did watch it on Crunchyroll. No, you watched it on Netflix. Not I had today. Netflix open. Not today when I took my notes. Oh. So maybe I missed that it. or I re I reinterpreted it in my mind to be like it is like Tada as in like I don't know. Tada, here's your new name. I don't know. Something I don't know. But it works. Um I I, I love that. That's very adorable. Um Yeah. But yeah, uh Knuckle goes, he you know, he loves it. He like has like a moment where he's like, Oh, that's so good. I love it. But you're going to fucking die. And he lists his two reasons. Um, You take too long to charge up, which we have been yelling about. So, you know, good on Knuckle for figuring that one out. Um, uh, And, you know, it takes so long that the enemy could run a number of simulations while he's waiting for you to actually attack him. Let's run one now. If he waits to attack you. Um, And then he goes, and also you have less aura for defense, you know, you're going to run out more quickly. And so like a well-placed hit, one of them could just knock you out. And um, say a funny cat boy comes and takes your arm. Yeah. What then? Say a funny cat boy takes your arm like your good friend Kite. What are you going to do then? Huh? What are you going to do then, kid? You were still focusing, fucking charging up focus punch. You gave up your own arm willingly like a couple months ago. I think you should consider that in your future. He really did let his own arm get blown off for no reason. <laughs> just because it was a game. For the mm-hmm. fun of it. Uh-huh. He just loves to do it. Yeah, but Gon's like, yeah, I, I already thought of those things, um, actually. But Knuckle kind of continues to, like, monologue in his head as they start fighting again. How, like, uh, he he's never going to win against him because he's just so, like, powerful and stuff. And uh, Gon has a revelation <laughs> he's just so gentle and like he's thinking back on the whole battle and how he's like been punching him from behind and going hey behind you dumbass and like hey idiot remember to block and like right now he is explicitly saying okay now I'm gonna punch you at full strength and he's like so Gon is sitting in his head thinking oh my god he's trying so hard to train me right now and he doesn't fucking have to um, yeah, and and we we absolutely like get the line of he's so gentle, like while Knuckle is like fully just like threatening to kill Gone and like so like silhouetted with glowing eyes. It's yeah, fantastic. he's like, oh, I was right, and like the yeah the like evil Nen look starts like glowing around him, like that you know purple red like filter they always use when someone's evil Nen is charging up, and he's like looking so threatening, and Gone is going, he's so gentle and it's it's perfect a man for even when knuckle is trying to have nasty vibes his vibes are just simply very good. Really immaculate. he's 
I'm, he's he's too nice. He's probably too nice to be a pro hunter, but that's a diss on pro hunters, not his not my boy. His are just too immaculate mm-hmm. to be a pro hunter. That's exactly right. I love how his character flaw in this is Morel is just like, you're just too fucking nice, my guy. You're just too nice. You need to stay here and work on your vibes. So I'll send two 12-year-olds and you'll have to try to kill them. And Knuckles like, or... <laughs> or, or I will train them up and still prove to them or that I'll I, be so I, will, nice. I will win. I'll be so fucking nice. And Morel's like, no! 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 Kill the 12-year-olds! Yeah. Um. So, he starts charging up for some reason, and Knuckle kicks him in the face, and Gon says, hey, you should be fighting to kill me, damn it. And he, uh, he, they start fighting again, and he's sort of like blocking and shit. Um, but then this, when he starts to charge up again, he uh, gets kicked in the face again. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But eventually, he figures out that he can um, he, he starts like charging up to like to punch him like real close in range. And then he is this, I don't think he uses the ball here. No, this is where Knuckle goes to punch him. And as this he is goes where, yeah, punch, he just he like darts behind him. him. Yeah. He does a good old teleports behind you. Yeah. 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 So he's charging up and then he vanishes right as Knuckle goes to kick him again. And then he gets behind him and like goes to punch him again. I think he, I think he gets them. I don't remember. Yeah. He gets him. Um, yeah, so he gets him, and then we have, like, a little scene of Kiloa being like, wow, he's he's really working on, you know, being, like, working against his weaknesses, and we get, like, a little baseball scene where he's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Leorio is uh, playing baseball, he's the he's the batter. Hey, Leorio, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, you were dead. Fucking has been a while. Um, and then... He's, he's like, well, he thinks Gon is like an easy pitch, you know, like he just has to pitch the ball and he'll hit it or he won't. But like he can actually like, you know, be smart. And I mean, not, you know, the smartest, but like he can use the real strength of his power to distract people because they're going to be so focused on stopping it that they're going to like not be able to focus on anything else basically yeah basically the more you know about john ken the less prepared you are for it because now you're like oh damn there's a big fucking punch coming for me yeah yeah because um he was like yeah i thought one of the weaknesses would be once you know what it does you'll just avoid it but then like in trying to avoid it you have to do other things so he's he's very impressed with gone actually like really considering what his weaknesses might be and trying to work around them i'm still on you can just throw a fucking rock at him (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. don't have to get up close and personal just throw a rock i do it's it is very nice that kilua has inserted karapika and leorio into his baseball baseball metaphor right? scenario do you think he remembers their names uh, he probably <laughs> remembers karapika as that one dude who almost got us killed by the phantom troop and leorio <laughs> as that one dude who kept following us around I think he knows yeah. Leorio's name by now, but only so he can say it wrong on purpose. Yes. Yeah. He knows it's Leorio so that he knows not to call him Leorio. Yes. Just to put him in his place a little bit. It will get to a point where he calls him Leorio as the right name because he's thought of so many wrong names that now he thinks Leorio is the wrong name. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's Rayolio, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Rayolio is your name. Hey, Leorio. And Leorio is going to be like, thanks. God. He's like, fuck. Yeah. 
Kilua, it's been it's been like two seasons since Kilua has talked to Leorio. He's gonna accidentally use the right name for the man and be so embarrassed. About <laughs> He's gonna be so fucking embarrassed. He's gonna knock Leorio out right then and there and be like, "That never happened." <laughs> the beef's gonna be over completely on accident. He's gonna be like, "No, wait, I still got beef." He's like, "Damn it!" He's like, "What else can I make fun of you for?" Right. Um. So they go on fighting some more. Gone and Knuckle do a, like a punch volley rush. They do a few teleports oh, behind you. I do want to say real quick. I do like yes. that they use that trans. The the sorry, not I don't know why I, I was going to say transformative. I think yeah, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. No, the really long <laughs> cut of the triumphant music that they used when they were leaving the when they were running away from Nobunaga. Like, with just, like, three false endings in there that just takes way too long. They're like, okay, they found another place to use that cut, I guess. Yeah, Gon was triumphant. He minorly hit somebody. Yeah, he's uh, very triumphant here. It's so funny that they use it here because he really is just, like, getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, he's not doing well. He's 12! I know, but Kilo was sitting here like, wow, he's doing so well. And the music is like, bump, 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 It's like... Listen, if a fucking 12-year-old fucking squared up to me, I'd be like, damn, you're doing so well. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny. Okay, so yeah, he's he, they go from there and... um. And yeah, go like they throw a few punches. They do a few teleports behind you. Teleports behind you. Uh, Gone does uh, hit another fucking Jajanken, and he's like, "Come taste my Jajanken." And Knuckles like, "Oh, you're gonna Jajanken me from all the way over there? Why don't well, you get yeah. closer?" So they're being rock and rock and sock and them users, and uh, Knuckle like says again, "You're no match for me." And Gone begins charging up from very far away. Um, but it turns out he has a fireball. Rock'em, sock'em, Jajon Ken. And Knuckles like, what are you going to do? You're going to expect me to get fucking closer? Are you going to run over? Like, what are you doing over there? And Gon just shoots an energy orb. He says Hadouken. And Knuckles like, you're not allowed to do that. He's like, well, it's fine. This one sucks, actually. It's a lot weaker than your punch. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, this is an emitter power, so I clearly just have to kind of smack it out of the way and I'll be fine. Like, you know, this is clearly his last shot. Yeah. And then... He <laughs> Knuckles says this attack is so very slow and weak, I'll simply knock it aside and it will mean nothing to me. And then he does, but then... And then he does. Gone has used the distraction to get behind him and he starts charging up real hard for Rock and he's getting that fist out. And then you hear the thud and Knuckle turns around and Gone has passed out behind him because he used all his aura trying to charge up and he didn't actually land the punch. Gone fucking loves doing this technique. He fucking loves doing it so much. He loves to throw something at your opponent and then run really fast around them. Uh-huh. He did this with fucking Hisuka at the Heavens Arena. He probably did it before. I can't remember. I wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. He loves this technique. It's his favorite. I mean, it would be good if he also enough Nen. Well, you know. Go actually, I think Gon passed out intentionally, except he, you, because that that worked in the fight with Razor. That was a solid strategy of using up all this energy and then passing out. But this time, no dice. Sorry, Gon. Yeah, this time a dodgeball wasn't hitting for his head. He actually could have followed up with the punch. Yeah. He should have just trusted his instincts and just went with a punch and not fucking died instantly. Mm hmm Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he ran out of Nen. Uh, the fight's kind of over. Ra uh, um, not Razor. Kilo does a funny face. Yeah, Knuckle does say, like, oh, damn. 
I would have been dead if he did that, or at least would have been on the ground if he had landed that punch. And then <laughs> Kiloa comes and picks him up and he's like, um, aren't you going to stay and fight me? And he's like, no, I'm still been up for, uh, for shoot. So, you know, I'm going to take him back now, but listen, if you don't try your best tomorrow, I'll never forgive you. He does a funny face. Yeah. He gets his angry emo face on and he has a funny face on mm-hmm. and he walks home and knuckle is just kind of looking at him like, all right, whatever. Yep. And, uh, shoot comes out to, uh, diss knuckle for, uh, for helping those those two boys. And he's like, okay, well, you know, you're one to talk. You haven't even attacked them yet. You're one to talk. You're a big whiny baby. <laughs> Pretty much. That's kind of their conversation. But Shoot is like, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Me trying to make a phone call to my doctor. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, tomorrow, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Um... Right. Uh, mood though, me uh-huh. for like two years thinking about going on yes. medication. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll fucking do it. Just you wait. Yeah, me trying to figure like call my insurance company about therapy. Anyways, um, Bisky, we're back to there. She has given go to massage, so he'll be fine. But now it's time for Kilowa to fight somebody. I love trauma. This scene is very odd because we do go. So mm-hmm. we go from Bisky saying it's time to fight to the next morning where Kilua has a big old swollen cheek and like his lips are swollen. Like his, his whole side of his face is fucked up. Looks like he's got his shit rocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely got his shit rocked. And Gona's mm-hmm. like, um, are you good? And he's like, uh, yeah. Um, well, he's like, yeah. I was just doing some extra training with that, uh, gorilla. I mean, that. Cool person, Bisky, who is not eight feet tall. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Ooh, that was close. And we get a mm-hmm. kind of Bisky being like, if you reveal my secret, I'll kill you. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get a cut back to the exact scene that we cut away from in its entirety. Yeah. I mean, it kind of starts with they've already been fighting and Bisky says, okay, so, um, you know what your, your weakness is now? And. <laughs> Kills like, I let you fucking live. She says, um, when you fight someone stronger than you, you are always focused on leaving. And I know that that is due to somebody traumatizing you. And that is not your fault. However, you are going to leave Gone behind. You are going to leave Gone for dead. And then uh, she shows him a chart. (laughs) I'm sorry. The way this scene is shot, like, it just makes me think, like, oh, here's a chart of how fucked up you are. But really, the chart is, like, the chart is, like, (laughs) you are fighting somebody better than you, but on a bad day, you can still beat them. But you always go in assuming that you're going to lose and you never think about how to win if you think you've already lost. You don't, like, try to get creative with it. You just try to run away. And she's like, okay, so if you you have to go and fight Shoot tomorrow, and if you don't fight him and you don't beat him, you are not allowed to be with Gon anymore. You're not allowed to be friends with Gon anymore. That is an order. Yeah. What if this? What if the chart scene wasn't, like, the whole uh, fighting someone on a bad day, blah, blah, blah? What if it was the scene from Lilo and Stitch 2 where she just takes out a yeah, chart of Yeah, she says, this is your bad level this is your cowardness <laughs> level and this is where it needs to be at oh man it's so sad she's like dude it's fine yeah. you got trauma yeah bisky points at the graph and says this line is your trauma and this line is your friendship 
Now, I don't. I I hate to point out the obvious here, but the trauma one is a lot higher. <laughs> I just love how she's like. I recognize that this is just long ingrained trauma from whoever like you grew up with. I recognize that you need to get over it by tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah, and we. We do get we do get an ominous sort of image of Illumi on the screen, just so that we absolutely know that this is a bastard. This is an abusive yeah, bastard. Kind of thinks about it more like they're leaving, and she's watching them leave, and she's like, you know, that kind of ingrained habit comes from like basically like dark, evil, suppressive love, is what she says, and like we get another shot of Illumi. <laughs> And like she's like you know it's it's fucked up, but he's he's uh he's got to figure it out. He's down bad. He's in deep. Mm-hmm. Like it's the kind of like trauma that you can't really shake off that easily because you're like, well, they do love me, and I guess that means it's okay that they basically fucked my entire life. So she's like, well, hope he gets that sorted out by tonight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> these fine. things are really easy to get over. Just well, <laughs> it's easy. It's fine. Just get over it by tonight. You'll be good. A solid decade of trauma. Easy. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Palm is standing behind the house having bad vibes and Bisky's like, okay, it's um time for me to escape just in case this goes badly. Time for me to I do not want to be here. here when Palm, like, if they don't win, when Palm finds out. Um, but yeah, basically the, the episode ends with the boys going to the park as always. Knuckles there and shoot is out in the open. He's decided to finally fight and it's just sort of shots of them going back and forth. And then like the panel shot where they're like, you know, versing each other and like, that's it. That's episode. The next one will, I assume, start with them fighting. It's good. It's going to be their final showdown. Is good. Mm-hmm. That's episodes. Yeah. Should we hop over to Too Many Gones? Yeah. You want to check out the other gones, how they're doing? Yeah. Let's gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now, I had that very good transition to cover the, for the fact that instead of reading the manga today, I had to go buy cat food. So... The difference this week is that my 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 precious little princess, mm-hmm. you know, got her kibbles. Yep, that's extremely valid. That's fair. That's fucking fair. I didn't read it this week either. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like, I don't know. There haven't been like a ton of notable differences lately. I and you know, thinking back to the manga from the last time I read it, I don't think there's really much worth worth remarking on nothing really springs to mind yeah yeah let's say the only difference is between the 2011 and the 1999 and the differences are that the 1999 doesn't exist yeah mm-hmm. yes wow tried well tragic we we just recapped the entire episode again and it's like None of that stuff happened in the 99 because it's not, it, they didn't make it. I did pull up the manga and Illumi looks very different. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'll say. Um, he looks uh, like I didn't recognize him because I just thought it was like a long haired pretty girl, to be honest. Like he it's been a while since it's been a while. It's been a while since Togashi has had to draw Illumi. Yeah. <laughs> Togashi forgot what Illumi looked like a little bit. It'd be like that sometimes. Which is fine, because same. 
<laughs> yeah, he's not really with my time. You know, he'll never become relevant to the story in any way. Mm-hmm. We're just plus Lumi's face is always canonically changing. You know, you yeah. can maybe he's got a maybe he accidentally left a few needles in there, and that's why you draw him different. Mm, that's exactly right. They're all in the back, so you can't tell, but they're in there. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does on date night. <laughs> like he leaves a few pins in the back to give himself like higher cheekbones and like a bit more of like a jaw, and he's just like, yeah, now I look good. Mm-hmm. That's what he does when he goes to meet uh, Hisika. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's right. Yeah, no, from what I looked at, it was literally panel for panel. So honestly, like... Yeah, not much of this you can change. Yeah. they. I will say they should have changed a few scenes and include scenes of, like, Knuckle at, like, a fucking restaurant with Shoot. And they keep getting Shoot's order wrong and he's too nervous to correct them. And Knuckle is the <laughs> friend who's like, damn, I'll fucking correct them. Let's fucking go. And he goes up and he starts complimenting people. Mm-hmm. And he starts giving them <laughs> tips on how to be better servers and everything. And they're just like, I'm sorry, what just happened? And he's like, here, here's your 50 here's your fifty percent tip. And they're like, what? What? And he's like, well, see ya. <laughs> he's like, the fucking service here. I can't believe it. That's what I would like to see. I would like to see Shoot be awkward in more mundane situations. Not just when he's trying to beat the shit out of a 12-year-old. Yeah, I do wish we got yeah. to see more shoot. Like, even if it's... We were talking about this um, before the episode. Like, it would be really cool if, um, like, Kilua had noticed him at some point. Like, because it's kind of a little bit of a joke that he had noticed him. Like, you know, and he knew he was kind of there and around. But he was, like, if he had noticed him a couple times enough to be like, Hey, is your friend ever going to come out and fight? Shoot could really be the most relatable character if 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 Togashi put him in some slice of life scenarios like that. Yeah, yeah. Let, I wish there was more of him. Let Shoot just get nervous and awkward and like just mon- mundane conversations. Let him like hold the door open for somebody for hours because he doesn't want to be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, he holds. Uh, can a- you imagine Shoot trying to ask someone out on a date, and Knuckle is like being the supportive friend? Yeah, Knuckle is being like this slightly overly aggressive, like hype man who's like gassing yeah. his friend up, and his friend is like, "Dude, shut up, dude, just shut up." They haven't, they have, <laughs> they have an open relationship, and Knuckle is being so supportive of, of his boyfriend, but Shoot cannot get the get get it together enough to actually ask someone else on a date yeah like to the point where like whenever they try people are like what is going on with you two i feel like something's <laughs> off because you're trying harder than this other guy are you selling him out like what's like, going what, on here? what's going on what <laughs> weird games are you guys playing uh, give me the fucking rom-com between knuckle and fucking shoot when they're just just open and really knuckle really wants you to date somebody yeah <laughs> like you just you know i love you but you need to get out a little more. you need to get out you need to party some more that'd be very good yes it would be very good <laughs> mm-hmm. yes all right well do we want to head to greed island or do we want to log into that hunterpedia this week let's see I don't have anything prepared for Hunterpedia, but I could maybe come up with something real quick. I was going to say we could go through if we wanted to talk about like their uh, social media. Like if we actually want to add that, we could just go through. God, okay. <laughs> yeah, we could we could do that for this episode. Okay, let me pull up the fucking list. While you do that, 
Um, we don't have to make it like a full list segment. I'm thinking we could just go through like a few characters. No, be the full list. We're going all in. Okay, well, let's- Oh, boy. Gone is still on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God, he, he posts minion memes. Yeah, and Aunt Mito likes every single one of them, and yeah. it's completely <laughs> genuine. Here, there well- isn't like an ironic bone in their body about this. Real quick, while you're pulling that up, um, Devin and I have been watching Death Note. Oh yeah, and I, it oh, nice. I've had forced Sky to watch Death Note. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say forced. I was, I, I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> we we like just, it. I'm not very far. I haven't seen it before. I just got to the first episode where we actually see L, and we're in his hotel room, and he's sitting on the chair like that, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Sky hasn't even seen the great potato chip scene. I haven't. I haven't seen the potato <laughs> chip scene. I haven't seen the porn scene where he's just reading a magazine just calmly. Yeah, where they're just like, well, my boy could never be L because look at him read porn like a textbook on his bed in front of the camera. Actually, no, I got to the scene where he murders um, uh, the, the FBI guy he killed. I got to the scene where he murders her fiance and that fucked me up. It was very good. Uh, yeah, rules. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot. This is a very good show. Writer doesn't think women are people, but, you know, it's not why we come here. <laughs> I mean, there's problems. Oh, you haven't even gotten to the worst of it? Oh, I'm sure. Like, I... It's, I, like, comical after a certain point. It very much made me mad, like, the fiancé being like, you're not allowed to have your job after, you know, marrying me. Like, what the fuck? But then, like, he kind of is, like the dumbest man around he kind of like i mean he dies and she's like okay well i'm gonna investigate this like yeah, i'm gonna she do solves it in like an hour yeah and the only reason that he gets her is because he's like he finally gets her to get his id and it was a smart move and everything but she was on it like <sighs> she almost she almost killed him okay what characters are we doing social medias for other than gon is on facebook and he shares minion memes with complete genuine fervor yeah, if well, uh, I I think Amita we do have on there. She's on Facebook too. Yeah. Hey, I just realized something. Uh huh. Is is Gon just Max from Pot Agreed? Hmm. Hmm. He does think robots are cool. He does think robots are really cool. If the recent events of these episodes had happened, he would still love bugs. He probably he probably does like bugs a lot. Yeah, he would love yeah. bugs. Um, does that not make him more like Knuckle? No, we're we're thinking about Max from Potagree. No, I know, but somebody who like is going all this and is like, yeah, but I still like bugs. Yeah, well, you see, the thing about Gon, if we're agreeing that he shares minion memes with complete gener- like sincerity, uh-huh. that's Max from Potagree. Okay. I'm I'm thinking. Of uh, so Kiloa is the worst, and he's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like the people who like migrated from Tumblr to Twitter like a couple years ago, <laughs> like <laughs> that kind of like he gets in discourse online. It's bad. He, he needs to a, take a step away. He gets into a lot of <laughs> discourse discourse online, and it's mostly people trying to do like weird call out posts against him. Not being like, hey, your family like owns a bunch of people, and he's just like, yeah, we're rich. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> my family owns slaves, but it's normal where we live. It's fine. It's normal. He's just my doorman. I'm sure he'd rather be in the air conditioning than out out in the heat. 
working <laughs> a field somewhere. Um, I do like the idea of him having like a fashion TikTok though, where he like does weird stunts and shit. But yeah, that's how, tic- that's how his yeah. TikTok got really big. And then people are like, hey, wait, isn't your family like fucking war criminals? And he's just like, oh, I don't fucking dox you. <laughs> That's exactly right. They're like, hey, aren't you like an assassin? Aren't you a war criminal? Whatever. Are you guys really going to cancel me? God. He's like, you guys really on here going to cancel me? Fucking like (laughs) thinking about me all day? (laughs) Yeah, that's Killua. Going back to like a very early episode of Gone Will Hunting, I'm pretty sure that we did decide that Leorio is horny on Maine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He's on, like, a lot of social medias. He's always horny on Maine. Leorio <laughs> is a doctor. Yes. Who gives out, gives, like, has, like, a professional, like, doctor, like, Twitter, Facebook, like, Instagram, all that. Uh-huh. Of, like, his patients and all that. Mm-hmm. He does forget that people can see your likes. <laughs> like, constantly. You don't think he's got them, like, separated so, like, all of no. his, like, you know, online people see his horny on Maine? Uh-uh. He does constantly forget people uh, can see his likes. He's Ted Cruz liking porn on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> he fucking likes porn. People keep telling Leorio to get an alt account and he never does he's it. Like, always, I can't remember. Or he makes it and then never logs never in. Never owns up to it. Like every time people are like, I here's a screenshot. And he's like, what the fuck are you showing me? He just goes back and unlikes that one thing when people yeah. point it out to him. And then he immediately goes and likes something else. Yes. And they're like, dude, you did it again. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. I would say only this, if he did have an alt account, he would also constantly forget which account it is he's on and still retweet like porn onto his fucking Docker account. And yeah. then they'd be like, dude, you need to separate them more. Yeah. Or just go on Pornhub. Yeah. He's like following the same people on his alt account. Like- yeah. He is getting fin-dommed constantly. <laughs> what would Karapika... You know what? Karapika doesn't have, like, an Instagram or anything. He has a fucking, like... What's, like, the business social media? That, like, shitty one? He has LinkedIn. He has fucking LinkedIn. LinkedIn and Google Plus only. He has LinkedIn and Google Plus only. And his all his shit is always about being on a grind and a young professional. Oh, my God. God, that's so true. Like, Larry is like, please just get a Twitter, just like get a Facebook or anything. He's like, I don't need that. I have all the social media I would ever need. Yeah, he like he's like, I don't trust social media. <laughs> I, he, he's one of those guys who if you bring up social media, he's like, no, I don't like social media. I think if you talk to people, it needs to be in person, in in face. I have my phone number is full of people. I always answer my phone, especially when I'm at work. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't text. I That's don't right. do any of that. Right. Young professional Karapika. Mm-hmm. He gives TED Talks. <laughs> I love to work. <laughs> he says, I love working. Karapika <laughs> absolutely connected on LinkedIn with yes! Silva and Zeno oh when they Look were on the fucking joint assassin team. So it was just like, whoa, I can see you in a future in this. And Karapika's like, I hate your line of work. Kiloa also has a LinkedIn because they made him get one, but he just links to his TikTok. <laughs> He's like manager at me. <laughs> yeah, he did update it to say yeah. former assassin. Mm-hmm. Currently, currently retired. 
Meet my, this young tech entrepreneur. My Discord picture <laughs> is a picture of Kilowa with his tongue out from the 99. I feel like that's his icon on like most of his stuff, to be honest. He's just like, he's like got a little peace sign and like his tongue out. And he's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his vibe. Um, he is a young tech entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. Who else? Who else are we thinking? Hmm. 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 Oh, I want to say, I think uh, we were talking about people getting canceled and shit. I think Shizuku uh, is like a bone collecting witch, but she, I mean, if she ever got called out, she didn't give a shit. But like, I think that's what she's doing. She's like a Tumblr witch. <laughs> Yeah, the Phantom Group are all getting canceled for some heinous shit, and they never. Yeah. Oh, that. Uh huh. Uvogin literally is like, okay. No, I think Uvogin like responds to people who hate him, but he's really just trolling. And then he's like, "Come (laughs) find me if you want an ass kicking." He will dox himself. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out if he would be trolling or if he would be like genuine (laughs) about it, and he was actually trying to get people to show up and kick their asses. I think. I feel like he would get red mad and nude online. Like over the smallest thing. Yeah, I'm I'm torn because I do think he would think it's like you know he would just be like okay come fight me but I do think he might also like people would like have different opinions from him on like you know something and he'd just be like what the fuck you're stupid. And I think Nobunaga will like dox people who uh, fight with Uvogin online though. <laughs> yeah, Uva. Uvogin is on Instagram and he constantly posts like shirtless pics of him flexing or some shit or some doing something stupid. Nobunaga is always the first replier and the first person to like, and he's always gassing them up. Mm-hmm. Like every single time, like the second it gets posted, Nobunaga's like, King, you look great. Like pimp, I love you. You're so strong. You're so cool. Mm-hmm. And then he immediately gets into the mentions of anyone who dislikes anything. Yeah. Yeah. Shawnark is definitely like posting, just making up conspiracy theory posts on Reddit. He is Shawnark also has a Twitch channel. Oh, Shawnark is good. definitely like on r slash red pill, but like just trolling people. He, <laughs> just for the laughs. He loves yeah. to do it. I feel like he has a lot of shit. He definitely is a conspiracy poster. I feel like he's on Instagram. He has like a positive life channel that he also sells shit on. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah, he's a grifter. Yeah, he's got that like positive energy where he's just like, guys, it's okay. Just love yourselves. Also, I'm selling this like, you know, shit yourself tea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's selling the bones they just got. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a grifter on there. He's making up conspiracy theories to like laugh at people online. Um, he's definitely a Twitch streamer. He plays he he plays all the latest games. He likes to get on Among Us and mm-hmm. wreck some lives. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do we think Machi hangs out online? Um, I feel like Machi is like on Instagram, just like, just like with a bunch of like very aesthetic photography pictures. Like, yeah. she's like crafts and just like aesthetic. Yeah, just like very aesthetic photography. Hmm. I swear. Do you think she has an Etsy? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I think she sells stuff. I yeah, think she's she definitely a, has an Etsy. She has a small business doing some crafts. 
Yeah. I think Phaeton has like a Twitter and Tumblr, but he is completely in a Reddit. But he, no one in his personal life knows anything about his online stuff. He is one yeah. of the people who's like, no, I don't have Twitter while well, he's like scrolling visibly on Twitter. Yeah. No one knows like his fucking ad. No one knows like his Tumblr URL. Yes. Like, you ask him and he gives you like the coldest fucking look and you're like, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. You're like genuinely shocked whenever you see a phone in his hand and it like disappears as quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He just has a completely secret internet persona. One time you think you saw something scroll by and it was absolutely heinous and you were like, never asking again. It's probably like a weed and gore like aesthetic walk yeah, it's too. Like, like anus. It's just it's like snuff films. Like yeah. <laughs> it is just the worst. The I one- think <laughs> I think Fisky is definitely doing the thing where you type your porn <laughs> you type your porn search into the into the Twitter box and then tweet it. And she did it accidentally at first, but now she's just doing it to troll. Yeah. Like we said with Leario about liking porn on like his main account and not knowing it. Bisky does that, but she is proud of it. Yeah. She is so fucking proud of it. She's just like, what are you going to do? I'm a grown ass woman. That's yeah. Right. Bisky, like, I'll yeah. Beat your ass. Yeah. Bisky is like, Bisky is horny on main and she will never be canceled for it. <laughs> she, She's one of those people who's like horny on main and then you go into her ass box like, girl, I love you, but what the fuck? And she just goes harder. <laughs> She's like, come over here and eat my pussy then. God damn it. <laughs> Like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Sit down, child. Right? Solve the problem or go out of the way. Like, <laughs> What do we, what do we think, um, what do we think Razor's social media is like? Is it all just Gaines fucking, like, Yeah, Instagram? I think he's rise and grind, but, like, the fitness type, yeah, where he's like, like, I woke up and I did 20 push-ups before breakfast, and then after I did 50 curls, and then, like, you know? Yeah, he has a fucking, yeah. like fitness tiktok and it's just all wildly like beyond anyone expectations of what physically someone could do like just like workout plans where he's like well every day you should get up and you should do 2000 squats in 10 minutes and then Uh you should go on like a 50 mile hike and then you should play dodgeball for eight hours and then see this is where you'll get to breakfast Mm -hmm. and you should have 20 eggs and everyone's like what the fuck yeah yeah he's on fitstagram for some reason, I'm just imagining Razor as, like, the jock version of of Sonic Fox, where he's just, like, you know, tweeting about his, his ho- you know, just, like, his sort of professional hobby, you know, he's tweeting all his workout videos and stuff like that, and then also just, like, sprinkling in some gay furry porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Uh-huh. He's like, don't fo- don't look into my likes if you don't want to see any He's of it. He's just like, listen. It's in his mouth. He's like, don't check my likes. <laughs> like, feel free, but also you've been warned. Like, He's like, I've told you already. It's it's there. Hmm. Is that all we want to do today? Yeah, I think we we've got through a good. I love how we didn't mention Hisako once, actually. Yeah. Well, no. We- yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no. Not allowed to have fucking. Yeah, no, if you follow Hisuka, you're already cancelled, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Hisuka has, like, a locked, like, account everywhere. 
Hisako probably is one of those people who everyone thought was really funny for a while and then their blog just disappeared and everyone was like, yeah, he was like, <laughs> these are the messages he sent to me, everyone, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he was like a funny, like, clown, like, oh, I'm going to tell a joke. And everyone's like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then, like, yeah, he had like, like really funny shit posts. And then it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, they, he just kept. DMing me this and everyone's like, oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe Hisoka is the Nick Robinson of Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Hisoka is the Shane Donson of Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Do we think obviously all the location, every kind of tracking is turned off. Do we think Jang has any kind of social media. Hmm. Yeah. He has social media, but it's like that fucking like rich person life aesthetic ones where he's posting like uh, having the best time and like, like what, solely Instagram. Yeah. Like, but having like the best time and like name random location, but uh-huh. it like changes every fucking hour. Yeah. So everyone's like trying their best to fucking track him, but there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like hanging out in Dubai. And then like the next hour he's just like, I love it in Monte Carlo. And mm. he's like, what the fuck? If you follow Jing, he blocks you automatically. <laughs> yeah, anyone, anyone. You can scroll through it, but if you actually follow, he will block you. <laughs> yeah, anyone who he knows gets an instant fucking block. <laughs> like, everything gets blocked. He yeah. friends. They get blocked too. Yeah. Like, once a month, he'll post a... F- you know, a photo, but it'll be like so dark and blurry, you can't tell shit about uh, it. You know what? You know what? Mm-hmm. Jing has a cameo and he takes videos in the style of fucking Tom Felton when yeah. they're like random, yeah. dark, uh-huh. scary locations. Where he's like s- sweaty and like shaking and he's just like. He's some- <laughs> somehow always next to a trash can. <laughs> And people are like, damn, I, I finally got Jing to give me a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's $420 because ha. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, he will be in the prettiest yeah. location possible. And then he will dive into a cave with a trash can <laughs> somehow. And he will take this cameo for you. Yeah, he will find the shittiest back alley of whatever beautiful <laughs> location he is in. And just whip out a trash can and just be like, yo, it's me, Jing. Jing freaks here. Oh, what do we think Melody has? Sounds. I mean, yeah, she's got like a band band camp and a SoundCloud. SoundCloud rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Also self-employed at me. Yeah, she she got bars. She got flow. That's right. Like, let's be honest here. Uh, We can also agree that. Do we think that Melody has like a sincere advice podcast? Oh, she has a like podcast on how to recenter yourself. She does ASMR like yeah. she does. Oh, so oh yeah. Cute. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I love Melody so much. She does like here's like breathe in, breathe out. All the videos are like directly targeted at Karapika, though. Yeah. <laughs> All the videos are like, here's how yeah, to sometimes they just get seasons. weirdly specific and you're just like, okay, yeah. this one wasn't for me. Here's how to calm down when you see a big spider. <laughs> here's like, all of them are like related to that or like, here's when you've had a hard work day looking for some eyeballs. You just really see some eyeballs you wanted, you didn't mm-hmm. get them. Here's how to recenter yourself. And everyone's just like, 
I love your videos. Who are you talking about? <laughs> this is Take some good. time to reconnect with your friends. Answer, <laughs> answer, answer your phone answer, if it's going or Kilawa. Answer your phone from Leorio. And everyone's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> she always just replies this in about you. Fuck you looking at, keep scrolling. I know I did bring up SoundCloud rapping for Melody. I'm going to redact that real quick. That's Basho. Yeah, they both have SoundCloud, but Basho mm-hmm. is specifically the rapper. Yeah, Basho has a SoundCloud rap and Melody Melody uh, features on it sometimes. Mm-hmm. She does have great flow, though. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I think think we made good headway here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We made made some great headway. (laughs) We can do the Camarians next time. Mm, I would love to see, uh, I would love to see uh, Pito's uh, social media. Pito has an OnlyFans. Who are we kidding? Pito does have an OnlyFans. (laughs) Rip to Baze's OnlyFans people. Yeah. (laughs) Rip to her subscribers who never... Never figured out what happened to her. Her fucking little love slaves don't know what happened. Yeah, right? They're like, she just stopped <laughs> producing content one day. We don't know where it went. She fucking disappeared. She fucking disappeared. Her last picture was her was like, about to get crazy at this auction. <laughs> she had like a slutty dress on. She looked banging and then she never posted anything. It's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So sad. This is so sad. Anyways. This is so sad. <laughs> Should we dive into our plugs? Rip Squala's dog. Let's walk. do it. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> his little dog Instagram. He had a dog Instagram. He used to post them every day, and then he just disappeared one day. No one knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. Yes, you can find the podcast at Gonewell Hunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at Gonewell Hunting at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Grooving Gasly. Mm-hmm. You can find the podcast also on Tumblr at Go and Explodes Hunting. You can find me on Tumblr at Dankus McDonald. And then I'm on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. You can find me on Fur Affinity. My username is Space Robot. I'm drawing stuff. I have not have not made headway on my on my cancel culture rule 34. Instead, I just decided to draw more Sonic OCs, but I'll I'll get around to that eventually. Listen, sometimes you got to self-care in there too, you know. Sometimes Yeah. You know, you know when you strike it rich, maybe that's what you'll put into the world is the rule 34 rule 34 uh cancel culture John. Mhm. You'll be like <laughs> one of those like suspiciously wealthy furries that just just puts a very niche fetish into the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that for me. <laughs> That's like a future that everyone could aspire to. Suspiciously <laughs> wealthy, only to put a weird fetish into the world. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only ethical thing to do with wealth and privilege. That's exactly right. You Is have just, to commission people if you're really yeah. rich. It's to just flood the internet with just the weirdest shit that <laughs> only you are getting anything out of. God, what what if what if Wonder Bread Guy is the only ethical billionaire? <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Red guy is probably Jeff Bezos. Who are we fucking? <laughs> Wonder Red guy had all those fucking pictures of like blonde women like deforesting parts of the planet. It's probably <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Yeah, that's probably right. The Wonder Bread is his aisles of fucking like Amazon warehouses. That's why What's Her Face divorced him. 
I don't know her name. I don't know Jeff Bezos' wife's ex. Yeah, right? Okay, well... <laughs> Genthru is definitely commissioning lots of fetish porn, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about them. I don't know if they're just on, like, you know... They have an OnlyFans, too. Yeah, they that do. That yeah. OnlyFans. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, listeners, you are light. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... You shine so bright that I must say, going by, everybody. <laughs> Go- going by.